Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Driving Theology. My name is Mike, and this is a podcast recorded while I drive my car about things uh, sometimes expressly, sometimes vaguely uh, theological. Um, yeah, so it is. December. December, the second week of... Wait, are we in the second week of December yet? We're in the second week of Advent, but I don't think we're in the second week of December. I think today... What is the date today? That's a good question. <coughs> uh, anyway, it's December 7th, so we're almost in the second week, but not quite. Uh... down some various knobs here. Make sure we don't have too much background music. I'm still in my tiny car. Uh, after getting rid of my SUV, I still have not um, uh, gotten into another SUV, which I really want to do yet. Anyway, it's a beautiful day here, Wednesday, uh, as we said, December 7th, and it's uh, been raining the last several days. It's finally gotten cold. You know, we had pretty much early autumn weather all the way into December. Uh, warm, sometimes even t-shirt weather just a, a week or two ago. Uh, I was out <clears throat> doing yard work and I was able to uh, just wear a t-shirt. In fact, I got a little sunburn. Uh, and that was just nearly December. That was the end of November, which is kind of weird. but winter has suddenly kind of come upon us. And I say winter, it's more like, it depends on where you're from. It feels like winter for Japan anyway, but this part of Japan has a fairly mild climate. We get a little snow every year. Sometimes it doesn't even stick. We get nothing on the ground whatsoever. But here where I'm at, we're just about to get into freezing temperatures during the night. Uh, so I'm not sure, I mean, I'm sure it's happened at some point, but uh, it's very rare to have freezing temperatures during the day in this part of Japan. And so snow has a hard time of uh, sticking around, obviously. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's gotten cold. We're going to have, if we didn't have our first frost last night, we'll have it here real soon. <coughs> And they're actually predicting a little bit colder winter than last year. Which is kind of weird that the warm weather persisted so long and then they're predicting cold winter. So we'll see. Maybe we'll get more snow than we usually do. Which is quite possible. Uh, so, yeah, we are in the second week of Advent. And I forgot to look up what the second week of Advent candle is. Alright, I'm going to have to do that. Because uh, every year... It seems like I forget. Uh, I, <clears throat> I've memorized the first week is always hope. Uh, hope. And then uh, you have uh, there are a couple of different versions. Hope. Uh, of course, uh, love uh, is usually the last one. Uh, hope, faith, love, joy. I think these are usually the four that we think about um, and so I'm going to look these up 
Hey Siri, what are the four candles of Advent? Alright, well this will, this will at least be one version of it. We'll see what they have here. <laughs> Seems like I have to look this up every year. <laughs> so funny. The first candle is hope and or prophecy, right? Hope and prophecy candle. Yeah, so the second candle is faith, and also known as the Bethlehem candle. And this is one version of it, right? It doesn't have to always be the, uh, this way. Uh, we're not very strict on that at all. But yeah, so I started, I, I've been reading Brian Zahn's uh, um, <clears throat> book about Advent. read it this morning and I still that's the problem with reading an ebook is you you're not always faced with the uh, title page uh, and I have it on my Kindle not on my phone so I don't have that with me uh, anyway uh, you know hope going into faith um, to me seems like a very natural and kind of organic step right organic step uh, and if we have hope that God will deliver us from our troubles right that, that God will make all of our current troubles and struggles uh, worth the journey in a sense uh, faith uh, plays into believing that he will uh, live up to his promises even as life really doesn't seem to change much for us. Sure, we have, you know, ups and downs, uh, but there are, there are some situations, some dire situations that we find ourselves in, uh, which don't seem to change uh, just because we have hope and faith. Uh, but rather, you know, the perspective, I suppose, changes, uh, and, and, and the hope and the faith will help us endure our current dire situation. So, on the, you know, on the outside, it seems to me to be a, a completely, uh, you know, reasonable progression, right? To go from hope to faith. Uh, and as last week, we talked about, you know, before hope, kind of, um, you know, you've got a bad situation that you want to get out of, right? You, you need to be faced with some kind of a struggle, pain or a dilemma, right? Uh, and because of that struggle, pain, or dilemma, you uh, you develop hope uh, just to get through the day, right? Because if you have no hope of being delivered from your current your current bad situation, uh, I suppose we could say, why go on living at all? Depending on how bad that situation is, and there are situations that are bad, really bad. Um, <laughs> there are pl plenty example, plenty of examples down through history of of uh, people who were people or groups of people who were in just such dire circumstances uh, that 
nobody would have blamed them for giving up and seeking death. Um, but as, as Christians know and believe, uh, we know that Christ has come to give us life, right? To give us life and life abundant or plentiful life, right? To give us a good life. Now, many uh, people with a certain kind of eschatology have said, yeah, but that's not for this life. That's, that's just the pr promise of heaven, right? That's the promise that uh, God is going to uh, eventually destroy the world and rescue us from it and then take us into eternal bliss in, in heaven. And that's one way to look at it. And I, I do have a degree of hope in, in that prospect, not, not the destruction of the earth so much. I don't believe that that's um, theologically uh, defendable, def defensible. Uh, but, you know, the hope that, that there is a heaven, that there is going to be an eternal existence with Christ, uh, where all people can, can remain uh, in relative peace and comfort together in the presence of Christ. I mean, that, that, that's a, a great thing to look forward to. That, you know, even, even if that didn't exist, I would hope for it, I think, you know, uh, because we all hope for that, you know, utopia, right? Um, but I think, I think, and I've talked about this before, that the salvation that Jesus offered that is of any real value to us is salvation from our current dire circumstances. And how, how Christ does this, how, how he teaches us uh, to be saved uh, in this life uh, is very interesting. Uh, and I think it's based on the premise uh, that you reap what you sow. In other words, uh, most many people's current circumstances, right? Not all, but many, are the product of, of sin. Uh, sorry, I'm taking a little water here. The product of, of bad choices. And they may not be your bad choices. They may be uh, bad, the bad choices of, of people around you. Uh, and, and those have uh, been causes for a lot of the pain and struggle in your life. And I think, I think there, there are, I think all of us can look at our lives and the things that we've struggled with and, and look for other uh, reasons why those have happened. And I'm not saying this to put blame on anybody because everybody is a victim of this uh, system, right? This system of, of uh, you know, pain and suffering, of uh, being a victim of the consequences of choices. Uh, this, is, this is something that the entire earth suffers from, not just, you know, not just us. Uh -oh. I hope I can go through here. I don't Um, yeah, sorry, there's some road construction. I don't always read Japanese road construction signs well, but it looks like okay, I can get through it. Nice. So the way that Jesus 
uh, talks about bringing salvation into the world is a really interesting way. And basically, uh, he he believes that we should change the way we we think and thereby behave, right? That by changing the way that we think and behave and changing what we believe to be true, uh, we might also change uh, a lot of the things that ail us, right? A lot of the bad things that happen to us in the world, uh, we can change by by changing the way we believe and the way we think, right? And the way we act, thereby changing the way we act. And uh, Jesus, uh, one of the places that he, he teaches this, I think, well, it, it really, his whole ministry is a teaching of this. But, you know, the Sermon on the Mount is a lesson in how to change this, uh, change the script, to flip the script on your life. Uh, he takes a lot of the things that, that many people believe to be true, and he, he flips them. For example, uh starting with the, uh, the uh, Beatitudes, and I've already talked about the Beatitudes, but uh, what he says is, you know, blessed are the, the poor, or sometimes they say the poor in the spirit. Blessed are the poor, for they shall inherit the earth, right? Really? You know, they've been taught that the poor are not blessed. Uh, they've been taught that the poor are cursed. But Jesus says, no, the poor are blessed. He says, the meek, you know, the, the, the kind, the gentle, they're, they're all blessed, right? That's the way to be in the world. If you want to be uh, a way in the world that will determine a better life for yourself, be like these people. Be poor in spirit. Be gentle. Be meek. Blessed are the pure of heart, right? Uh... Blessed are you when when you are attacked by others. You're blessed. That's the blessed way to be in life. And and your life here on earth will follow a trajectory, right? You, you will rewrite your script. Now, of course, the opposite way of this is, is to try to be rich, right? To try to get as much money as possible. Try to be rich. <laughs> Uh, to try to to try to be strong, right? Um, to to you know the the world, the systems of the world, and I've talked about this before, but basically it's all the lies that the world tells you about how to achieve real success, which is uh, you know build, uh, accumulate. Um, all kinds of things, right? Accumulate money, accumulate knowledge, accumulate uh, friends, accumulate everything, right? Accumulate as much as possible. That That's the system of the world, right? That says, if you have more and what you have is bigger and stronger, you will be successful, you will be secure. Well, Jesus flips that script and says, no, that doesn't work for anybody. That's not how happiness is found. That's not how the blessed life is found. The blessed life is found in the opposite of all of that. Right? in being generous and kind and honest, that is the path to the blessed life. 
Okay, so Jesus came and he totally flipped the script. And he's saying the salvation he's offering. And we miss this. Oh my gosh, we miss this. The salvation he's, he's offering is for your life to be better now. Through emulating him and emulating really the attributes of God himself and salvation will come to you and I think this this goes far right it, it it's not just individually I think it can happen with a family or a tribe or a nation or the entire world if we begin to act like Christ salvation will come to this earth now we rewrite the script on what it is to be human uh, and Christ, of course, is the first and best uh, example of what it means to be truly human. Not truly God. We miss that. Christ came to show us how to be truly human. And that is to be sacrificial, to be bold, yet to be kind. Right? To be kind. Uh, to, to try to bring healing to the world. Um, I think I talked about this last week in my podcast, but you know, he taught to be to be the things you need to others. Right? Be that. If you are lacking something, try to be that for someone else. I know it's it seems counterintuitive. That's because the world the world has been telling us and screaming at us about how to how to act selfishly and and with our own only our own interest at heart, right? That's how the world uh, has been teaching us to be. That's how governments work. Uh, unfortunately, that's how the church has largely worked. Uh, we have been following the systems of the world for far too long and getting horrible results. Uh, the good results we do get, I think, are anomalies. And I think they're probably because somebody is being uh, self-sacrificial and loving uh, in situations as well. There are people who who come to the forefront and do good. People like uh, Gandhi and Mandela. And of course their lives weren't perfect, right? Uh, but they come and they try to rewrite the script not by violence, right? If we're going to protest, let's do it in a way uh, that brings reconciliation. The way Mandela wanted to bring reconciliation to South Africa is just heroic, but it's also against what the world has been telling us, the way the world has been telling us to do it. He wanted to bring reconciliation, right? To bring conversation, not prosecution. Uh, and that's, <laughs> that's a really uh, rebellious way to do things. It's not in keeping with the way the world tells you to do it. The world, the world tells you to conquer, to take what you want, and to punish those who get in your way. That's the way of the world. But that's just gotten us more pain and more suffering. Um, I have no idea how I got off on this tangent. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a tangent I think that's going to become the just have to graft it in because I think I'm on a roll here. So when Jesus comes and he, he says, you know, 
listen to me because the the salvation is coming soon your salvation as it is at hand uh he's not talking about uh doing things the way that the kingdom of israel had done things or or the empire of rome or anyone else up to that time he's saying there's a way that god is and you have the spirit of god in you you are made in his image there's a way that you can be, a way that you were made to be, but that you've gone away from. And Jesus comes back into the world modeling not only the character of God, but the character of the best way to be human. How to be truly human in the world. How to rediscover our original uh, mandate uh, or occupation, right? the occupation of, of being human in a divine world, in a world made by the divine. Uh, and so, <clears throat> Jesus comes teaching a revolutionary way, but it's actually the original way and the best way and the way that God always meant for us to find. And the timing seems right for Christ to come into the world uh, to teach this. Now, interestingly, in, in, interestingly enough, the time that Jesus came in, when, when the people of Israel are under Roman occupation, he was born in, in Bethlehem, uh, was a time when the when the people of Israel were were longing, uh, begging for a a king like David, right? Somebody who would come in and and who, with the help of God, will destroy the enemies of Israel. And so they're really still stuck in the way of the world. They're still wanting a worldly, earthly kingdom, as the Bible calls it. Right? A kingdom that works on the, on the basis of, of the way that, you know, human, fallen, I should say fallen human nature... But that's not the salvation that Jesus offered. He came in saying, you need to love one another. I know you have pain. I know you, you are suffering. But the way out of this is not some king to come and destroy your enemies. The way out of this is for you to treat one another as you want to be treated. The golden rule. If we start treating every way the, one, the way that we would like to be treated we can begin to affect real change in the world. That's your salvation in this life lies in that. And on top of that, I'll, I'll, be, your, I'll be there at the end as well. Right? I, I, will, I will guarantee your ending. Your ending will be with, with Christ. Christ was saying your ending will be with me. But the way to be in the world has to change our our mode of living needs a revolution and unfortunately that revolution is still needed today now there's a lot of good that's done in the world you know through charities and 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 through you know different uh, programs that governments do it's not that governments can't do things that are good uh, the problem is <clears throat> is it still runs by the uh, the way of the world, 
right? All of that still runs by and runs in in the system of the world. The system of get, 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 and get out of my way, right? Um, so that is the salvation that, that the baby Jesus represents when he comes and is born in a, in a humble to a humble family and in a humble uh, in a humble place right uh, the son of a day laborer uh, the son of a teenage unwed mother um, <clears throat> he comes humbly into the world though the Bible does tell us he was in the line of David but many people were in the line of David <laughs> at that time because Judah was David's tribe um, so yeah um, <clears throat> interesting right so Advent the second week of Advent faith uh, I think I think one way that we can apply this theme of faith uh, to this idea of salvation faith and salvation is, is to believe Jesus when he says and when he demonstrates the way to be in the world, the best way to be in the world, the best way to be human in a divine world. To have faith that that's going to work. It's so easy for us to say, no, I just need to work harder. I need a promotion. I need to make more money. Uh, I, need, I need more influence and more power. Uh, and and I need to fight my way to the top. Uh, no matter what happens to the people, I have to step on to get there. Right. <coughs> that kind of mentality is exactly why the world is the way it is. Why we have the pain we have today. Because we keep trying to, we're trying to be Christian while following the way of the world. And it's not the correct way. And I'm sorry, but governments, governments are the world, right? The American government um, cannot, cannot operate as an entity of Christ. It can't. It can't. It, it would take uh, too big of a revolution. And I think, uh, I think the only way that the kingdom of heaven manifests itself on earth is through people doing everyday things in their everyday life, right? In their context, wherever they live. Right, being kind to people, helping people, um, taking taking your time to to help people and to do for people. Right, that that's that's the way that we change the the, the we flip the script. We change the narrative, uh, not only of our lives but of of the lives of people around us. You know, some people don't realize that it's okay to be kind. You'd be surprised. 
and and most of it's because no one's ever been kind to them. There are people that have never experienced true kindness, as sad as that is. And it is really sad. No question. Very sad. Um, And so somebody needs to step in and be that influence for them, right? To show them, hey, it's all right. You you know, I I can lose this one. You know, I I didn't need this food or this money uh, as much as I want to give it to you. And it's okay. You know, it's it's fine. I'll be fine. And you need it, so please take it. And don't, you know, you don't need to say thank you. And, and it's okay. Go with God kind of thing. Some people have never experienced true generosity without strings, right? Um, and we need to do that. Like, you know, as I'm driving here today... Uh, I need to, as I'm driving, this is just something I have to do on this day, this is what I do, Uh, I can be a kind driver. I can be generous. Uh, I can be giving. I can be nice. I can be patient. Right? Uh, Love is patient. Love is kind. Love keeps no record of wrongdoing. Right? All of those things. I can do all that as I drive. Or as I teach. Uh, Or, uh, you know, as I eat lunch, it really doesn't matter. As I shop, whatever you're doing, you can, you can reflect the attributes of Christ into the world. As the moon reflects the light of the sun. Uh, sure, the sun can reflect directly into the world, and he does. Uh, but there's also a time when the world is very dark and cannot see the face of Christ. And in those times, Christians become like the moon, Right? We shine some of that light into the darkness. And there are times when the world has completely turned away from Christ, or it seems like it. You know, if you think about World War II, uh, you know, all the world wars, um, there are times when the world is, seems like it has completely turned its face from Christ. I would even say uh, modern America say that's definitely the case for modern America as a government when we've uh, taken on preemptive war. Um, We just decide that the way of the world, which is war is the extreme version of that, right? The way of the the world, uh, the extreme is war. That's what it comes down to. Uh, the world still believes war is a legitimate way to do things. But the baby Jesus, who's born in Bethlehem uh, in a humble way, and then lives his life in such a way that he basically brings down (coughs) uh, the religious establishment and also, in a way, the Roman Empire right he he defeats them through allowing himself to be killed by them he defeats them by his kindness by his forgiveness by his refusal to defend himself that's how he catapulted christianity into the future now a lot of us we continue to do things 
the way the world does things, right? We continue to, uh, we, we claimed Christ and yet we followed the world and that's how, you know, things have persisted up until now. And I think institutional religion is mostly uh, that. Not all of it, but, and there are great people and there are, God works in institutional religion just like he works anywhere. People do meet Jesus there. But by and large, I believe institutional religion is the system of the world. It runs on that system, the system of promotion and, uh, you know, biggering, uh, competition, not abundance and love and joy. Yeah, so faith, have faith that the way that Jesus has um, taught us to be in the world, have faith that that that's going to work, that that's going to bring you peace and joy in your life. And at the very least, you will bring peace and joy to the lives of others, which is also a great thing. Now, you know, if we're talking strictly about Advent and faith, I'm sure there's some other other directions we should go in relation to Christmas. Um, you know, for example, Jesus came as a, as a baby, and some people knew who he was when he was born. And their, their hope and their faith in waiting for the coming of the Messiah was a great testament to them. I'm talking about Simeon and Anna, uh, who were in the temple and met Jesus. Um, and so, you know, having having the faith to keep hoping, right? It's easy to hope once. You know, just like child hopes that daddy will buy an ice cream for him. It's another thing to to maintain hope even while not receiving and so you know it took 30 years from Jesus's birth until he uh, began his ministry 30 years of, of him uh, waiting to to bring um, his message of salvation and hope uh, to Judea Galilee and all of that area so, um, faith, you know, faith and hope together, I think, combine to give us the, the wherewithal to, to keep, keep keeping on, right? To keep going, uh, to keep going forward, uh, trying to emulate Jesus in the world, trying to reflect his light to the world. And believing that, or understanding that the systems of the world uh, cannot promise nor deliver salvation. 
that salvation is only found in Christ and in the way of Christ, right? The way that Christ lives in the world. So my, my uh, hope for you today uh, is that you, you will be able to discover the truth of this. You know, I, I hope that maybe there's a place in your life that you can think of where uh, you need to be more like Christ. You need to be kinder or gentler or more giving or forgiving or generous, uh, whatever it is. Uh, I hope that you can not only try that, right, try to be that, uh, but also have success in that and, and to see the fruits of your labor, uh, even a little bit. And if we can just, you know, have that system of being in the world, that, that way of being in the world become a norm in our lives, uh, perhaps we will see salvation come to those around us and even ourselves. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.